Hello and welcome to another episode of Healthy Happy Humans with me, Pendulum Physio, Declan Judge. And today's guest is Suzanne Hamilton from Suzanne Hamilton Podiatry. Now, Suzanne is an absolutely lovely lady to talk to, was a real pleasure to have in clinic with me. Um, We like to keep our recordings pretty organic and pretty low-key, so we have coffee and she provided the treats, which was amazing. Um, We like to take things in one take with no edits, so it's a really organic and natural conversation, Um, no BS. And Suzanne is a clinical specialist in sports medicine when it comes to podiatry, so any questions you may have about your feet, your trainers, your toes, your lower limb, anything to do with running shoes, anything to do with football boots or anything like that, this is the lady to talk to and she has been making big waves in the world of sports podiatry in the last year or two. So definitely a great lady to know and very approachable on social media if you want to give her your questions or conversations. So we hope you enjoy this episode. Please remember to hit the subscribe button. And if you enjoy this episode, please remember to listen in to some of the others and like and share on your social media. Thank you. I'm very impressed. Very impressed. I'm glad. I'm delighted. <laughs> I'm very impressed that you brought. What are these cookie balls? Peanut butter balls. Peanut butter Yours balls. Yours peanut butter, mine's a Nutella one. It's a game changer. It sounds. It sounds. It sounds like somebody slagging somebody from down the bar. <laughs> Listen, you <laughs> peanut butter balls. <laughs> oh, mm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Told you it was a game changer. Are you? Be- <laughs> no, you can't speak. <laughs> Unbelievable. So these are from, there's a coffee shop in Bangor. She's coming out of Bangor. It's in a little cargo hut. That's why it's called cargo. And I drive past it every time on the way to work. And it's so difficult to keep driving and not stop <laughs> and get a flat white and a peanut butter ball. It's one of those ones you kind of have like, no, Suzanne, you've been a couple of times this week. You can't actually go again. <laughs> so, <clears throat> hello, Suzanne. Hello. Welcome to Healthy Happy Humans. Thank you very much. Would you please start us off by a brief intro into you Ooh. and who you are and what you do. Okay. Well, thank you for having me. First podcast, Declan. First <laughs> podcast. This is your first time for everything. But um, yeah, I'm Suzanne Hamilton, um, podiatrist, uh, specialising in sports medicine. Mm-hmm. Um, love feet. Love my job. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and I'm based Hollywood uh, and Bangor with mm-hmm. Active Health. Um, and I've worked there for about four years. Brilliant. Um, and I absolutely love it, I have to say. It's brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah. Happy days. So um, you and I have met each other recently. Um, we sort of came into contact on social media. Mm-hmm. Really, really love the stuff that you do. Um, Thank you. Podiatry is something, like I'm a physio, so obviously I find podiatry really, really important and really, really valuable. And great to see somebody out there who I, I noticed straight away that you had a very sort of evidence-based feel about you, which yeah. is also what I kind of try to do. Um, but what is it that makes you so obsessed with feet? <laughs> obsessed with feet. I get this question all the time. It's such an it, easy, soundbitey question. I know, like and it's such a difficult question to answer to. Do, um, do, like, you, do you have to put up with this constantly as a podiatrist? Yes. Like, feet well, the first thing so... is when you tell people what you do as a podiatrist, and I had this conversation with your receptionist whenever I came in, they think you maybe said paediatrician. <laughs> or you get asked about are you chiropodist you know what's the difference between podiatry and chiropody um, or recently actually um, somebody thought I said dietitian um, and started telling me about their IBS that was kind of awkward <laughs> I then had to be like actually I'm feet I'm not the right person to talk to you about this um, okay, you know with the feet I think 
for me, it's a career that allows me to kind of work with people. That's my real passion. Mm-hmm. Um, and helping people with their foot pain or foot and ankle related issues is is part of that. Mm. Um, and it's a really exciting career. You know, I really enjoy podiatry um, and obviously recently kind of specialised more in the sports medicine. That's kind of been more of my interest and passion is kind of lay. And it's allowed me to, to, to specialise in that and have a lot of great experiences. So, no, I love it. So, yeah, working with feet is just is, is part of it, I guess. But it's definitely, you know, the connection you meet with people, the experiences you get um, is, is part of that, which and is great. I'm going to jump into that straight away because you, you mentioned about sports medicine. Yeah. I was sort of planning to leave it to later in the podcast. But Sorry. Away, no, it's, 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 it's grand because I like, the, I like the chat to just go on ahead, like yeah. just natural. But straight away, you'd mentioned a couple of times about specialising in sports medicine. Yeah. And I'm very passionate about sports medicine. So to meet somebody who is a podiatrist and specialising in sports medicine, I think is brilliant. Yeah. And I'm very excited to continue like the link that you and I have started. Mm-hmm. Um, but do you want to explain to people how, you know, how you can start off as being a podiatrist yeah. and how then you go on to specialise in sports medicine? Yeah. So with podiatry, I think it's probably similar to, to physio. It's an undergraduate degree, three years or four, depending kind of where you study. Um, and within that you kind of cover all all the basics of podiatry and um certainly for me i studied at ulster university and um we had a lot of placements in the nhs so there's a huge emphasis kind of on on diabetes and obviously the importance with feet but mm-hmm. for me i always wanted to go down the the sports kind of route at that stage whenever i graduated there wasn't really any um kind of degrees or further qualifications that really ticked a lot of the boxes and i think just because i graduated i wanted to get out and start working and see exactly what where i wanted to mm-hmm. to go um but it was about two years ago um queen mary university in london um have um a postgraduate certificate as part of their msc in sports and exercise medicine which is specific to podiatric sports medicine mm-hmm. so only kind of postgraduate qualification that i've seen that has I guess just the scope of practice and upskilling um, within its course. So it's a one-year degree over in London. Um, there's a couple of different um, sports medicine masters and things as well, but that was one that was specific to podiatry. It was exactly what I was looking for, which yeah. is brilliant. So, That's yeah. awesome, because there's not a lot of that around, to be honest. No, and I suppose the thing is, any, you know, you don't have to go on to do a qualification. I suppose anybody could call themselves a sports podiatrist, but I wanted something that was really going to increase my knowledge and skills within sports medicine, work alongside physios, yeah doctors osteopath people you know that wanted to go on and 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 work as sports physios with elite athletes and football teams and stuff and this was a degree that allowed me to go into that and have an actual qualification to say that you have got these skills and it just sets you apart i guess a little bit from from others as well which is absolutely so So like since you and i met uh, straight away what i was very happy to do was to to start recommending you to some of my people because i see i personally see big value in being a specialist do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So when you when you really do know what you're talking about and you've got qualifications to back it up, mm-hmm. I think people need to appreciate the value of that. Yeah. Of course, when you go to see any health professional, that health professional has value. Mm-hmm. Do you know? Mm-hmm. But sometimes there really is a good cause for seeing a specialist. Mm-hmm. So what you what you and me were chatting about before was um, here in in Pendulum Physio, we have a hand therapist Daniel who's amazing yes. and one of very few hand therapy specialist OTs mm-hmm. and there aren't many of those around and I'm very happy with feet when I see them and I'm very happy with hands and wrists but I'm even happier to have difficult ones or mysterious ones that I can go do you know what yeah we have a specialism here and and, and, and to be able to have a couple of kind of tricky athletic feet recently that I was able to say please give this girl a shout give yeah. Susanna a shout and she's going to talk to you and it's just having the extra viewpoint isn't it or that extra someone else to have another look and, and see maybe a potentially yeah. different angle because obviously you've got <clears throat> your physio background in podiatry we have slightly different skill sets so it's having been yeah. able to blend those two and hopefully in those trickier situations or in 
um, cases where you know things maybe haven't gone to plan or aren't responding the way we want to. It's having that different viewpoint, which we um, usually works quite well. I know that the I know that the feedback I had one of the girls I had in yesterday who had a uh, I think a video call or telephone yeah, call same. with you, and um, and like the feedback from her was amazing and terrific. Was she was delighted, and we were oh, chatting brilliant. a little bit about what you guys had gone through. Yeah, and you've gone through some really interesting stuff with her because. Like, I'm a bit of it with her in particular. We talk a lot about shoes, and I'm a shoe. I think I said to you yeah, before, I'm a shoe yeah. geek. I love my shoes. Yeah. So that should be the thing is is like people will all, always ask you like funny jokes about your oh. your, your, your your foot fetish. Oh, but, but, but there really, we go. really, it was, it's, it was it's coming, much more about it shoes, coming. isn't it? It's about the shoes. So it's about the shoes. <laughs> a typical woman in her shoes, whether it's casual shoes, sports shoes, high heels. Um. Yeah, I do. But no. But it's. I think I'm just passionate about it. You know, you, you use the term specialist, and I guess that kind of makes me feel. A bit uncomfortable if I'm honest because I just feel like I I'm just so passionate about this area and see the potential podiatry has in sports medicine the value that it can add but yeah. I suppose yeah on paper it is a specialism but it's more something I was passionate about so whenever I got chatting to this particular person and um, the conversation just kept going in terms of her footwear and orthotics and just different things that I yeah. could feed into that you'd already started with yeah. her you know um, and I'm delighted to hear she was happy with it but well, I enjoyed you, it you know you, it's that sort of thing you, you said to me there as we were getting set up and getting our coffee poured about you would like me to talk to you today about my thoughts on podiatry as well yeah so like or just your take on it your you know your yeah well well what I said to you when we when we spoke I think we, we chat on the telephone once and I said to you yeah I love to have a link with somebody who's really good at what they do because a lot of the feet that come into me you know the mythology is rife like you'll have you'll have people who will benefit so hugely from what you do mm-hmm. but so many people are out there like oh you know there's a boy down Lisburn told me I have one leg you know six inches longer than the <laughs> other and you get a lot of that stuff like a lot of the yeah. nonsense so a lot of the stuff that I get is you know just putting fears and, and, and reassuring people and explaining how no, your legs are not crazy different lengths and even if they are slightly so is everybody everybody mm-hmm. has a slightly different leg length mm-hmm. um and you know a lot of, a lot of yeah a lot of mythology out there and then some areas of podiatry will just throw an orthotic at everything and you had mm-hmm. said that's you know there's a time and a place mm-hmm. and there's a type and there's a there's you know you have to be at least critically thinking your orthotics and your insoles and your shoe choice and yeah. I loved everything I heard from you yeah. rather than just being look physios do it too and sort of sort of sort of nearly all private yeah. professions is you, you get some places that just are treating everybody the same mm-hmm. regardless of what you've got mm-hmm. and I was delighted to meet somebody who is like no every person I see is different mm-hmm. do you know and I make a choice based on that totally um, and and I think you know orthotics could be a whole separate podcast its own but you know it's it's um, for me, it's it's having a chat with that person, and it's specific to each person. Each foot is different, and mm. each foot where they're trying to put orthotics into is different. And so you're you know you're having to work individually. You, you can't have one set of orthotics that work for everybody. It just doesn't work that way. And I think even just in terms of science and what we know, you know, we still don't fully understand exactly how orthotics work and stuff. Mm. So you know, for me, it's just it's it's yeah it's 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 having that open honest conversation with people and saying like this is what we do know this is what we don't know um and as you say it's, it's education and mm. and um I, I, had a, I had a girl with me here one day and she was like <laughs> and, and see if somebody has orthotics yes they always want to show them to you yeah oh, they're out of the shoes yeah, straight away yeah. like straight, shoes up on the table on the desk and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, oh don't worry i'll wipe this later um but uh, and i'm happy to look Go but i always on. tell people look i'm not a podiatrist I'm happy with feet. I know how feet work, but I'm not a podiatrist, you know. And I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna totally critique your insole because yeah. scope of practice. I go this far, and I try not to go too much further. Um, but I had a girl one day, and you just reminded me of it there, and and she was in tears because 
she pulled out an insole, and do you know the you know Vasily the, yes. the brand the Vasily insoles that are like nine quid on Amazon yes. for a set of the three quarter length. Yes, they're they're just art supports. They're yes. just basic reinforced Either, yeah. foam art supports. And she pulled out a set of these, and she said, "Now I got the because my friend is my podiatrist. Uh-huh. She discounted these down from three fifty to two fifty. Two hundred and fifty pounds. Two hundred and fifty pounds down from three hundred and fifty. And I was like, she could tell by my face. I was like, really." Uh-huh. These are nine quid orthotics. And uh, and she was in tears because she was like, we're really good friends. <laughs> she took me to the cleaners. <laughs> and she was really upset. And I was like, I, she, she like, and so some, sometimes that goes on there. Like, yeah, do you know? and I say, you probably have similar stuff in physio, but like the orthotics have their place and I do use them, but I don't I don't use them with every everybody. And yeah. I think part of the further study, it's given me... I guess that skills there's other tools that we can use and sometimes it's going right back to the basics as you say it's not getting too much into the mythology of it all it's look at the simple things what's yeah. their footwear what are they wearing on their feet um you know if they're injured have they made big changes between their running shoes have they gone from barefoot to maximus trainers or have they been mm. running around all summer in flip-flops mm. you know it's it's history taking's key isn't it i guess and that's you know that's something i definitely learned from the courses i, I can I think I hope I have improved my skills in history taking and listening to that patient and actually even before you've laid a hand on them you have an Mm. idea you know what's going on or where you want to look into further from the information that they've given you but it's not to say everybody comes in here's an orthotic and off you go and if I use orthoses um it's part of the treatment plan there's usually physio footwear you know there's other things in there it's not just a here you go that's you sorted yeah Um, and a lot of people you know as I say as podiatrists we're learning more and more about kind of the science and what we think we know about it um you know it's changing the way we practice and it's trying to break the previous cycle of orthotic dispensers there's a great opportunity for better public knowledge here because yeah. like you say a lot of people can't even get a lot, a lot of the general public don't understand the wording differences like yeah. even the names of the professions like people get confused mm-hmm. um the, yeah. uh, the the technology even talking about an orthotic insole and stuff like yeah. that like some some of the terminology can be difficult for people mm-hmm. to be honest yeah. Um, well, I suppose to answer them, one of the most common questions to get podiatrist or chiropodist, what's yeah. the difference? I guess the simple answer is there's no real difference. I think chiropody is the older term, yeah. podiatry is the newer term. I studied a, a BSc honours in podiatry, so I'm a podiatrist, not a chiropodist. Yeah. Um, but we absolutely, you know, aside from the sports medicine, they still see routine people for corns, callus, and growing toenails. You know, it's it's the whole kind of picture as well which is good I'll talk to you more after the pod but okay. I, I, a great ingrown toenail the Did other you? day that I was like I you need to get sorted do you know which was love treating those do you know and I'm like I can't do anything with your knees until yeah. you get that toe sorted because um, I'm probably walking different because of the, the pain the, well I'm, I'm nervous he's going to get infected toe and it's going to oh, it's going to fall off um, so yeah. <laughs> but w- when you when you'd said you know about doing you know your day to day podiatry work but then also doing much more sports specific yeah. work there's a huge field to step into there. Like yeah. you've started getting exposure into things like rugby yeah. uh, and, and, and becoming much more involved in the sporting environment. And yeah. the traditional model, you, you, you don't always think of the podiatrist stepping into the sporting environment in the traditional no. model. No. Um, but sh- surely that makes sense. Like yeah. surely it makes total sense that your your sports podiatrist would be in with the team, in with yeah. the, the patients, the, the athletes, yeah. um, you know, at the facilities or the training grounds or whatever else, I'm yeah. much more a part of the team. So, you know, I, I work part-time outside the clinical staff with Crusaders Football Club. Yeah. Um, and I, I've been with them like four years and I started there, um, I, I trained in sports massage. So yes. I, I, what you've just said, really, I wanted, I wanted to expose myself to that 
um, team environment mm-hmm. um, and the sports massage I guess gave me an opportunity to get into the dressing room and use it and I love doing it because it's a little bit different to mm-hmm. the kind of nine to five um, but getting into that environment the first year I just volunteered yeah. um, with the club and just getting to know kind of the etiquette in a dressing room how it, how it works yeah. understanding the sport that was the advice one of my old lectures um Kerry Clark kind of gave me whenever I finished university my undergrad you know if you want to go down the sports route understand the sport so you know volunteer go down to training find out you know what's happening what the player positions they play find out about their footwear you know their training demands and I guess whilst doing the sports massage it's given me that opportunity which is which has been brilliant and you know the the players know that I do the feet <laughs> you know that's the way it kind of goes so if any of them have any issues and it's it's simple stuff it's like you know even blisters pre-season some horrific blisters you yeah. get kind of under the knee to feet but again points of pain for yeah. the players when they're playing, when they're when they're training um, and again more of the kind of sports stuff so we have a great um, physio Brian Strain who's been with us two seasons now Yes, and yes. he's really pro podiatry he's fantastic and Brilliant. even just having that close relationship with him to see how he's rehabbing boys um and he's keen to learn about you know things for me in terms of orthotics and anything I can help mm. with there, which has been um, fantastic. And yeah, away trips, just getting that whole experience has been incredible. I feel really lucky actually, to be honest. I, to I think that. I think that's hugely important. And like anybody, anybody young that wants to get into sports work yeah. in any capacity is see what you're saying. Like I, I worked for the same with the rugby. Two, I did two years when I when I was first like you know both at college and as a new grad. I was working for free mm-hmm. just to be in the setup and see, like you said, learn the exposure. Mm-hmm. When when is the right time to be in the room or not be in the room? You know, mm-hmm. when is the right time to be talking or being quiet in yes. terms of what the coaches are doing? Yes. And you have to learn to fit into the structure. Totally, you, you can't go in and just take over, yep. and you can't go in and be anonymous. Yeah. So it's and it's probably very different. I imagine football is probably very different to rugby, yeah, but the principles yeah. are still are still the same. And yeah. as you say. Um, you do a lot of it voluntary in your own time because you want to, you want to be there and you want to be in that yeah. environment and that's where I get my buzz I have to say yeah. I love that twice a week three times a week getting down there to see you it's it's great mm-hmm. it's it's really really good but there, I think there there is a great there's a great buzz to be had of working in sport and being yeah. involved in that kind of setup but I think if you're I think when you're at school and you're a school kid a lot of people look at God, you know this this health qualification or this medical qualification would be a great way to get in with like your Man Uniteds or your, you know yeah. your your All Blacks or whatever. And of course, that's not going to happen yeah. for the vast majority of people. No. But even the people that it does happen for, yeah, they've been in and around their local club. Like they've like, they've you know, understood the sport. They've, yeah, they've, well, you, yeah. You, you've started off like um. So the, 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 the friend, this friend of mine, Mark Beggs, and Mark Mark was an episode one of the podcast, yes. and and like he's physio with Monster. But like, and whatever he goes on to in his career, whether he stays there, he goes elsewhere, or who knows what he'll do in the future, is in and around the changing rooms of a couple of you know amateur clubs is how everybody gets started. You mm-hmm. you don't end up at you know being head of medicine for the All Blacks if you haven't been in and around grassroots mm-hmm. at some level. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of the top clinicians in the world I know really enjoy going and volunteering at like their kids' yeah. baseball team or whatever because they'll do a little bit of. Yeah. it's good work it's nice work yeah it's brilliant and it's it's the people though isn't it, it comes back yeah. to that thing i think if you're a people person you enjoy working with people especially in sport use their mindset you know they the boys they want to get back they want the players want to get back as quick as they can and for you that's a challenge to collision because you've really got to do as much as you can to help that and speed that up but yeah um 
we're going to jump into what 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 were you trying to tell me whenever I was uh, I was eating eating yeah. a peanut butter ball and I couldn't I could hardly speak it was so good and uh, <laughs> what were you telling me then about the Michael McIntyre skit uh, then about pedagogists you have to you have to watch this afterwards it's very very okay. good but it was it was one Friday night it was on and he was talking about his experience of going to visit a podiatrist right because he had very flat feet and huge calf muscles so he proceeds like during the, ske- the sketch to take off his shoes and socks and try and roll his sit trousers up they get stuck halfway because his calves are so big but basically um, he was laughing about how the podiatrist was trying to get him to walk heel to toe and he was like nobody told me I had to walk heel to toe who said that was the right way to walk so he's then prancing across the stage as he's pretending to do his gait analysis it's it's fantastic like you have to watch <laughs> and so then his trousers are stuck though. because his calves are so big and he can't get them back down again <laughs> I'll send it to you after I'll have, have to look to at that. It. it's um, really good see what my brain straight away does when you say that is see what he said about nobody told me to walk heel to toe why should I walk heel to toe it was that's a really good question though like in real life yeah is like is that relevant should people walk heel to toe everyone's is that different. a real thing Every, well everyone's different you know but yeah. he was like he starts prancing because he's got quite a springy this is a podiatrist and me coming out springy yeah so he's obviously on his toes quite a bit more <laughs> but it's just the way he kind of um over exaggerates there's, very, there, very there's got to be some people right now imagining a springy gate on their front gate <laughs> well, yeah, at the garden that's good he's got a springy gate yeah um, so yeah and that, that's the thing is when you get two clinical people we'll start to use jargon quite quickly and, and people yeah. don't always know what that is um it's a challenge isn't it but uh, yeah, so we're having a little bit of a back and forth about podiatry and um, I don't claim to know it all about podiatry, but I, I, I'm definitely a huge advocate of other professions yeah. and a huge advocate of podiatry. It's teamwork, isn't it, at the end of the day? Yeah. Um, well, well I, very openly, honestly, what I told you was that um, it's lovely to meet you, it's lovely to collaborate, um, and, I, and you're like the other end of the country to me. I know. But I was like, do you know anybody like down here that I could collaborate with? Yeah. So I'm collaborating with you the best that we can. Yeah. Um, but then it's 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 being open that, you know, I've been trying to build a team and I've been trying to build a team around me. So it's being open enough that, and you have some really good relationships, like you said, with other physios yeah. and other doctors and stuff like that. Yeah. So uh, I, I think that's really, really important. Totally. If you're a citizen and you're using a professional, mm-hmm. I think it's a really good sign if that professional liaises well with others, yeah. you know, and works yeah. well as a, as a team member. Totally. Do you think that's true? Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's, it's the exciting part too is, is it, the network's constantly evolving yeah. new, new people are coming in the scene and people are specialised in different areas and it's just getting to know everybody Like, and I guess for me the social media thing was huge that's kind of obviously how you and I connected at the yes. start and you know the part of the reason why I set up the page um, I think it was about a year ago almost now was just to try and promote podiatry in terms of helping to educate people in terms of what we do particularly in sports medicine because I, I think a lot, not a lot of people realise and people in terms of potential clients mm-hmm. other physios like yourself you know just to kind of show people that this is what we can do and how we can help and mm-hmm. give a bit more of an insight into that um the girl that we mentioned earlier that you and i are both trying to help at the same time yes. so I, you know i've been helping her with some achilles tendon issues and some ankle issues yes. but something that you were able to sort of touch on straight away which i wasn't able to touch on was that i hadn't realized the problem around female sporting boots yeah. Yeah. Do you know, and you were able to talk to her straight away about her boots. Yeah. And what was it that you, you and her were talking so about? So this is something I, I already kind of through again social media. It was um, Ida Sports. There's a girl Laura, um, and she um, does a lot of research and and trying to design a, a football boot specific to women's feet. So mm. actually, some of the women's boots that are available at the minute on the market are actually made off last. So how they build the shoes based on men's feet, mm-hmm. and men's feet and women's feet are obviously completely different in terms yeah. of. Um, their sizing, their width. So obviously a lot of girls taking up rugby um, wearing men's boots that are just the wrong size and they're getting a lot of issues around their feet basically yeah. because they don't they're not they're not designed the right way for women's feet. So yeah. um, having a chat with her about that. But it's it's difficult because there isn't much on the market to try and help That's with not that. Fair. So, I know. Well it's you know it's it's That's uh, a bit like the days where bras were only made by men. Yeah. 
it's mental <laughs> you know it is and I, I I had to go back to her and I was like is, is this true like even though it's marketed as a woman's shoe a lot of them actually are still built off um, men's feet which is just uh, and the sizing issue is a problem yeah. too because is it is it four is the cutoff from child to adult for women yeah and that's the problem especially people with smaller feet and it's not that they're they're abnormal for having smaller feet it's just that the, the shoe manufacturers don't make them to fit yeah. that size you know yeah. and I had a I had another client in um, again female um, rugby player and she was wearing her brother's um, hand-me-down rugby boots and I was like you know what size are your feet and they're size 6 and I looked at the boots and she's running around in a pair of size 8 mm-hmm. um, boots she didn't even realise they were 8 she thought they were 7s yeah. um, but she they work for her because the, the shoe's so long that the, the broadest part of her shoe actually fits but it's not the right size of shoe for her she's got about an inch at the end of yeah. her, her feet you know and she's playing sport in that and it's no wonder then they're getting issues around their little toes their big toes because um, it's just lo- not right loads of girls wear children's shoe sizes because mm-hmm. they are small and yeah. like I, I, I work a lot with rugby and, I, and I, I, I'm, I I look after a lot of female rugby players locally mm-hmm. and you know in football in rugby but just even in non-athletic individuals loads of women have four or less yeah. in, in adult sizing and yeah. they're in kids yeah. trainers yeah. but what I notice when I look at the football boots rack in any shop is the vast majority of the kids sizes mm-hmm. are plastic it's the material yeah mm-hmm. they're the cheap material mm-hmm. they're they're not good boots mm-hmm. and, and and yet they're playing you know full contact rugby yeah. in that type of a footwear so yeah. again they're just not getting the support from the shoe and yeah it's it's crazy it doesn't seem right sure doesn't it, it, it's now good now that like um, and anybody listening i'll give you another chance at the end of the podcast to sort of plug your handles and everything yeah. but anybody listening i definitely encourage you to you know follow suzanne hamilton podiatry on on instagram and yeah. the other platforms like even I, I'm I've already started learning from your platform just like you're never done learning of course but no, anybody no. out there who is a female who plays sport and is interested at all yeah. in their footwear it's something to think about definitely totally, absolutely um, I love when people send a lot you know get a lot of messages and that's the thing I like about Instagram over all the other kind of social yeah. media platforms is it's more social yes people send you a message and they ask you this question and I think again with podiatry and feet people are in embarrassed about their feet <laughs> I don't know I don't know why not, not everybody but it's you know I couldn't tell you in a week how many people when they when they come in to see me oh my I've got terrible feet and I was like there, there's nothing wrong with them at all um, but people have this concept they don't like their feet it's I don't a big know barrier about it feet. is so yeah. people then feel embarrassed so sometimes sending somebody a message over Instagram is a little less embarrassing than actually coming into the treatment room but I, I kind of hope I create that environment and that openness that there's there's nothing someone's going to show me or ask me about feet that's going to I'm gonna think. Some people are really, really grossed out, though. Yeah. Like by a healthy, normal foot, they, they don't, can't look at don't, it. Don't even like it. Can't look at their own feet. Yeah. So, like, do you, <laughs> I, I don't understand. Do you I have don't. People that are can't, like, are sitting there, they can't look. There's one. There's. I have. <laughs> yes, it happened once where she couldn't watch me doing her feet, but she was able to let me work at them. It's it's crazy. It's and other people are really proactive and really on their foot health and look after, it, which is which is brilliant. It should be like like dentists. We all go to our teeth or yeah. to the dentist to get our teeth looked at. Podiatry's the Mouths same. are far more disgusting than feet. <laughs> well, that's what I said. I was like, oh, why do you do... When, when people ask, why do you do podiatry? I like, well, I couldn't be a dentist. I couldn't look at people's mouths. I, I have a lad at the minute who's a national standard table tennis player. Yes. And, uh, like, this guy's going places. But trying to talk to me about his knee pain, and I'm like, your foot's about to fall off. <laughs> like, his big toe is weeping pus at both sides of the nail. Is that not it's agony for bi- him? Yeah, and it's big, and it's raw, <laughs> and now the toe is going purple. I'm like... You See. need to get this sorted today. And why? Why hadn't he? Did you ask why? He's creeped out by feet. See? He's like he just doesn't want so to. So he'll deal put with up it. with an infected. Like he will go to like that's gonna that's gonna become a an, big problem. An necrotic foot because he doesn't want to deal with it. 
That's crazy. You know, put it inside a sock, put it inside a shoe, and don't think about it. That's <laughs> I, I, that has happened once before. I'd seen somebody in exactly the same situation, ignored it, didn't like feet, didn't want to, anyone to look at it, wouldn't even let parents look at it. And I mean, it's a, probably the worst thing growing to I've ever seen. Um, it's so, cra- but it's crazy people put that level of pain. But anyway, I, I, I once. I once had to plug in uh, when I worked when I worked in an NHS department that shared podiatry and physio. Yes. And the podiatrist used digital camera to photograph all of the diabetic ulcerations yes. and all of the surgical post-op toe removals and everything. Yep. And, and there was one point I was asked, could I plug that uh, into the USB on the computer I was using? Oh no! And next thing you know, all the images popped up on my desktop, and it was just all of these horrible craters on feet Aww. and toes and missing toes yeah. so you get to see all of that stuff absolutely yeah. well we, I, like uh, me personally i don't see a lot of any of that really in private practice but certainly you, you have, <laughs> it's not it's not for me i have to say diabetic foot care um but hugely important important obviously podiatry in that yeah. field um and in the nhs which is the perfect place to kind of be managed but um, um yeah not for me they wouldn't care <laughs> so, so some people do have a proper like grossing out of feet but, definitely um, you like to, i'm sure you make people feel very very comfortable though I hope I hope I do. That's that's the plan. I, there, as I say, there's nothing someone's going to show me that's really going to well touch wood. It's never you know, it's never happened to date. But um, I was going to say like everybody's got feet, but most people have feet. Nearly everybody Mo- has yes, feet. Nearly everybody um, does. Some people don't have feet. Um, yes. Outside of your work life, Suzanne, what do you do to be a healthy, happy human? Like, what is your thing? Like, what do you do to keep yourself going? Social, seeing friends, yeah. trying to see them as much as I can um, outside of a kind of work and football. I'm trying to keep myself fit, to be honest. Yeah, what do you um, do for fitness? So I try and do a little bit of um, gym work. So yeah. I said this morning with my PT, Peter Strain. Brilliant, um, yes. Half seven this morning, getting a session. It just sets you up for the day, I think, um, which is brilliant. So enjoy, enjoy that. Um, recently, during lockdown, I've started cycling. <laughs> yeah. Which is all Something over. Something different. Did you my, buy a bike? I did. Secondhand, Gumtree, 100 uh-huh. pounds. Absolute steal. We bargain. Oh, we bargain. And it's got me started. And I uh, really, really enjoy it. Which That's is awesome. Great. So just trying to get out on the bike and building my confidence in that. So I um, I got my cleats uh, about a month ago and I've fallen off a couple of times. Oh, yeah. So I cycled the towpath from Hollywood to Lisbon with a friend and we were sitting at the Civic Centre just having a chat. I had one foot clipped in and one foot not clipped in and just randomly then just toppled. <laughs> Somebody somewhere in the car was watching this happen. <laughs> so I, I was balancing on the wall and I just completely toppled over the did, bike. Did, did, did you do and the, they didn't even laugh. They're like, are you okay? And did you do like, the thing where you like wobble uh, your yes, legs trying to get the out? the bike is so light so you obviously try and counterbalance and then I was just doing this and then... It, <laughs> Covered in bruises. I'm, I'm sorry for laughing. Yeah. No, but I was laughing too. It's like somebody somewhere has watched this. Are you all? Are you all like? Did you get Bru- asphalt? Bruce here, and then Bruce like, inside the cap and any like road but... rash from scratching, no, scraping? No, Not too bad. I'm okay. I'm like okay bruise. so far. But it does scare me. You know, it really does. The cycling. I think I'll stick to the likes the toe pass until I get my confidence mm, up a bit more. Mm. But um, yeah. So that's been a new hobby, and I'm really enjoying it. Um, and then a bit of weights and a bit of stuff thrown in. Yeah, I try. I try my best. Mm-hmm. Um, enjoy a bit of baking too. I have to say. Very good. Because you mentioned I, you were going to bake brownies. I know. So that's I'm sorry. Thing, I should. Yeah, it is. I should have brought them. Um, but next time I'll bake. I'll some forgive brownies. you. All right, I get past it. Um, and you can give me a taste test and those. But yeah, I enjoy that as well. So. Very good. Yeah. Seeing friends wasn't easy during lockdown. No. Socializing. Lots of Zoom. Mm. Zoom calls and quizzes online and stuff yeah um, although like I don't know about you like, but I've had my fill of quizzes for a while yeah, yeah I'm not a big fan of quizzes I have to say I'm a terrible me, person you wouldn't want me in your quiz years, like, you're not good at them <laughs> no I'm not not at all <laughs> it's easy when you know the answers but see when you don't yeah it's trying to google them isn't it on the, on the laptop oh you uh, don't google yeah, come on guilty oh, guilty you, you 
Bastard. Girl stage. The, 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 <laughs> the one with my friends. The joke with my friends about it is just how terrible I am with films. This is the ongoing joke. Because I'll, I'll have watched a film and you say you'll ask me if you've seen it and I'll be like, uh, no. And then you start describing the film. Like, oh, I have seen that. Are you the person, I'm just ter- I'm terrible like, with films. Do you films. get to the end of the film and go, I have seen yes, this on like, the last me. scene? That's me. That is me. Yeah, um, that would annoy me. Yeah, so. Uh, so does that mean that now that like... We're out of lockdown. We're hoping that we're not going to get loads of COVID spikes. We've had a couple of little ones around Northern Ireland over the last few weeks. But if all goes according to plan, we can start to reintroduce like proper socialising. So what's that going to mean for you? Going to get out like cocktails in Belfast and all that kind of stuff? Well, if we can, yeah, that'd be great. (laughs) Uh, Maybe holiday would be nice as well. We would do to be out in uh, Canada. Um, My brother lives out there, so uh, it's a beautiful country to live in. Yes. Have you? Which part? Uh, I was in Toronto and Niagara. To yeah, I was actually on rugby tour. Oh, nice. Yeah, so very it, was, good. it was very, very good. There was some, uh, you get to take in a little bit of it, but then yeah. at night time, it's all a bit hazy. Yeah. Um, so that's, <laughs> that's kind of how, how rugby tours go. But during the day, I remember it, it being a, a lift, beautiful country. Very good. Um, I would love it. Like, it's obviously huge. Like, you, you know, I was, in, I was in two cities. That's a tiny percentage of a massive country. Yeah. I would like to see more of it. Where are you going to? We were going to do Toronto, Montreal. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was obviously all cancelled, so we'll hopefully get out again soon, is the plan. I fingers think. crossed. Yeah, and fingers I, I crossed. Don't, yeah, the, this whole travel situation is like evolving quickly, so yeah. um, we're, we're going to see what way that goes, but uh, I wouldn't mind getting a trip away myself, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to ask you, what are your top tips, Suzanne, for people to have happy feet? Happy feet. Look after them. Don't be embarrassed. Um, to go and see somebody if you have pain in your feet pain in your feet is not normal early intervention early intervention be proactive um, footwear is a big one obviously um, having you know shoes that are relatively um, good fit if that's possible it's harder for ladies and um, men but um, yeah the footwear is, is really really important as well um, and as I say if you've got problems just go and see a podiatrist you know yeah. we're, de- we're delighted to help yeah. and there's nothing to embarrass and like I can't believe that guy with the ingrown mm. toenail like, happy I, to I, you know if in doubt uh, one appointment for a professional opinion yeah and if it's nothing you'll get reassurance and if it's yeah. something you'll get it dealt with yeah like go on yeah absolutely yeah um, like physio patients who will go I son I've had this really bad pain for six years now and do you, have you spoken to anybody about it besides me no no I was afraid to go to the doctor why because I thought it might be cancer oh, stop. And you go, what you didn't go to the doctor because, because you thought you, thought you had cancer you did the opposite I well I wouldn't want to know I'm like that just baffles me that it's people cre- would isn't it people would do the opposite yeah. just please everybody if you if you have something wrong with you go and speak to a professional and get totally. some reassurance yeah <laughs> Um, so good footwear is your main tip for, I think so, for happy that, feet yeah, what about of, this whole like you know spending time barefoot oh that's a whole different conversation in itself I mean <laughs> it depends on where you what side of the fence you sit on I guess with it. where do you sit Declan I like I think if you uh, the, the, well so so at the minute right now in clinic I've been back open between two and three weeks yeah. in terms of my workload and my workload is crazy crazy busy yeah. much busier than anybody anticipated and one of the things that I posted about a couple of times this week was stress fractures because yes. I've seen more in the last three weeks than I have seen in about three years. Yeah. And, and the thing that I'm trying to get across to people is that the human body doesn't adapt rapidly. No. Do you know, different tissues adapt at different rates. Yes. And when you change your behaviours dramatically, the body needs time yeah. to adapt. You can't yeah. just switch things overnight. Yeah. 
So if you're a person who has been in shoes your whole life mm -hmm. and you think you're going to like watch a documentary or read a book and then go barefoot tomorrow yep. every day. And it's different. For, everybody's going to react different to yeah, it and that's the problem. Gonna, I think there's going to be problems if somebody thinks yeah, you're totally. just going to switch to barefoot tomorrow. Yeah. I like spending time barefoot yeah. because I get sweaty feet. Yeah. So I like to be, I like to air them. Yeah. I definitely feel like my feet are different when I've spent a few weeks, like a couple of weeks on holiday where I'm on the beach every day. Yeah. I definitely feel like I... Good different or bad different? Good different. Okay. I definitely feel like my feet are like more responsive or yeah. I definitely feel like I run a little bit better. Okay. Um, But yeah, I think like every question, every good clinical question is it depends. And it's, it's specific to that person. Yes. Um, you know, and if somebody's used to wearing that sort of barefoot, low bulk kind of footwear and they're fine, fine. But if somebody's then going to go from a maximalist shoe or a heavy supporter shoe in straight away into barefoot, they're going to run into problems without yeah. that period of adaption. Would, um, would, would you always encourage people to have an open mind in terms of that little bit of trial and error as well along the, along yeah. the process? Yeah. And, yeah. I, and, I, and I, I always ask questions, you know, in terms of what does that person want to wear? What's what for them is their goal and if I can try and give them the best possible advice to align with that um, I, I will but I suppose it's having the right shoe for the right job too depending on, on what you're doing yeah. where you're running you know it's it's different for everybody so is colour not the most important thing then? well I, I can give all the advice on the sun <laughs> and if, the per if they don't like the shoe it's a no go yeah. um, I had a funny conversation um, with a client not so long ago I was showing her sandals obviously this time of year is difficult to get supportive shoes I, I love these sandals um, I think they're really supportive and I showed the lady and she's like they're like something your granny would wear. This is a young client, like the other day. And I was shocked. I was like, I think these are brilliant, but she wasn't having any of it. So I was like, you, you know what I mean? You can only you can you can suggest things, but if they if you don't like it, you're not gonna wear shoes you don't like yourself. I love how many little old ladies will go to a foot and ankle surgeon. Yes. Because their entire goal is to continue to wear stiletto heels. Do you know? They've done it their whole life. They're, They're not, not coming stopping. out of them. They're not stopping. I admire ladies that can wear heels comfortably. I can't do it. I think some people are just well, made you're, for you're it. in flat trainers right now. Yeah. I I'd say I'm probably on a bigger heel than you are today. Actually, actually, you are. <laughs> no, like, these are quite. These are one of my favourite shoes. I am. Okay. I'm not on a terribly big heel for anybody. Who can't, you know, six inch stilettos on you. <laughs> um, I, I did have a lady one day who told me um, that she asked a, 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 one of one of the top foot and ankle surgeons in this country and asked him, you know, what do you think of stiletto heels? And I think the response was something along the lines of, I love them. If it wasn't for stiletto heels, I'd have very little work to do. <laughs> Um, some, something like that. Brilliant. I like that. So, uh, so they're obviously fans. Um, yeah. So um, remind us again what your social media handles are, please, Suzanne, so that people yeah. can find you properly. So Facebook and Instagram. Instagram's the main platform that I kind of use. Yeah. Um, Suzanne Hamilton Podiatry. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm on Twitter as well, Suzanne Pod. Um, Brilliant. Genius. <laughs> um, original. Um, so yeah, oh, I'm on there. So if anybody has any questions, anything you want to ask, like feel Super. free just to send me messages because I love, I love that and that interaction, which I, is great. I can guarantee that Suzanne is super approachable because that's how we met I yeah. also love Instagram because it's like yeah it's, it's visual too I like that I think and yeah. I think when people can see stuff a bit better yeah um, it's helpful certainly in podiatry because they can they can yeah you, can, you, get, to, you get to put a little bit of your personality into your yeah. Instagram and it's yeah. not just it's not just bleach bland sort no. of marketing it's yeah. like yeah a little bit a little, a little bit of proper yeah. content absolutely um so we're you know we've, we've been chatting for a wee while and honestly I, I reckon after we switch off the microphones, we're probably going to chat for a while longer because I think I could just <laughs> chat to you for a good while. Um, the next time that we record, if you're happy to do so, we'll get into some other stuff. Um, I, I'm probably going to write down a couple of questions yep. because I know 
now, now that we've been recording for a wee while, I can think of questions that people have asked me about shoes and footwear yeah. and feet and orthotics and all those kind of things. So we, we might get a wee bit more technical the next time. Let's do that. That sounds like a good plan. Um, but on our roundup, I'm going to ask you, what is your favourite movie of all time? Oh, no, this is the worst question you could ask me because I'm a Why? terrible movie Why? person. This is really can important. I say The Lion King? <laughs> like, every, everybody's, everybody's been listening for like 50 minutes. Just See, I have to genuinely think about this. They're trying to get to the ends because they would need to know what movie you love. That's what oh, people really want to hear. Why did you have to ask that question? It's the worst question. It's been, asked me down putting, all putting my finger on the pulse of the well, nation. Well, this is telling you how bad I am movies. The fact I'm having to think about it. Whereas if I asked you, you'd probably be able to tell it straight off the bat. Fight Club. Really? Yeah. I don't know if I've seen it. <laughs> I, really I don't know if I've seen it. Yeah. I don't want to say no, but if my friends listen to this, they'll be laughing because they know exactly what I'm like. I, what's my favourite movie? Do you even, like, do you go to the movies? I, do you go to, like, a not cinema? Not very often, no. no. <laughs> See, I love it. Uh, See, the you? only podcast... I'm, maybe I'm a weirdo for that. Maybe I am strange. <laughs> the, only, the, the only podcast I listened to for years was the, the Mark Commode and Simon Mayo. They do the Commode and Mayo film review for BBC. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what I find so relaxing about that, but if I'm feeling stressed, I put that on. I'm just listening to movie reviews. and okay. I, I, I don't know what it is. You're a real movie buff and then. I, I kind of, but I like... I just like that old kind of thing of going to the movies, the lights go down. Yeah. You know, you get kind of immersed, you forget that you're there. <laughs> I like it. I like a good comedy, I have to say. Like, Bridesmaids is a, is a great it's one. It's a great movie. Isn't it? Just to make you laugh out loud. That's a good one. The first I wouldn't half say it's my favourite one, but it's good. Are we, can, yeah, you know that, 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 quote, that quote from Bright? She's doing it. She's shitting it straight. It's just so, it's quality, it's just so it? good. It's so Melissa good. McCarthy is like it's hilarious. She was. Do you, did you ever watch that thing that she used to be in? Um, this is the conversation side. TV show. Um, all the girls. It's a girly show. Uh, uh, oh, for goodness' sake! No, I'm see, ter- that's I'm, what I do. I forget the names of TV shows. Um, do you know the one I'm talking about at all? The family, no. the, the the girl with the daughter, no. and they're this like she's got a young daughter, and Melissa McCarthy. Oh. <laughs> People listening to this will know exactly be like, what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, of course they will. They'll All be right. shouting out loud. Like, Gilmore Girls. Ah, uh, no, I've never seen it. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. Right. I'm okay. terrible. Meaningless. Let's move on. Yeah. Bridesmaids is brilliant. <laughs> we'll settle on Bridesmaids. Okay. <laughs> All right, let's feel my life, but not my... I don't know. If that was on again and again, would you sit down and watch that again and again? Well, yeah. Well, I wouldn't. Oh, I wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> You're not a big movie person. That's fine. I'm just not. It's no, just not my fine. thing, Dad. You're too busy with feet all day. It's all right. I mean, it's a bit of a loser. Um, who would be your ultimate dinner guest? Oh, Michelle Obama. I read, yes. her, I read her book recently. I love her. I think uh-huh. she's brilliant. Michelle Obama. She is terrific. She'd be, she'd be on, on the list. Um, unfortunately, she says she's not going to go into politics. Oh, I know. She would have a huge following. Massive. I think if she, like, I think, do you follow American politics? Not really. No. Not a lot. Like, I think if you could have had Michelle Obama as a Democratic candidate this year, she would have had a landslide win. Wouldn't she? Yeah, I she's think so. Woman. I think she's mad. Huge yeah. following. Yeah. I think she's terrific. And Brack. I love Barack. Just a really good family. <laughs> I read the book and I was like, this is just, yeah, it's brilliant. Really, really there was, good. There was something on Twitter <clears throat> last night about, did you see that Donald Trump took a dementia test? Mm-hmm. And uh, because he's, he's had like ataxic gait and yeah. he's had like arm trembles and all this kind of stuff. And people have been like, yeah, we think he's got like Parkinson's or dementia. And um, so, <laughs> yeah. Have you seen this? No, no I haven't. Well, he, has he has to put his other hand to his right arm in order to drink without spitting it. So there's really? something neurological going on with that guy. Do you ever notice how he takes people's arms every time he goes downhill? Yeah. Yeah. So there's ah. there's something neuro going on with him there. Does that um explain some of the stuff he comes off with then? Well, I don't know. He's always been yeah a loose cannon. Yeah. But uh, you're obviously was... big into American politics, are you? I uh, I'm an inquisitive kind of person. I like yeah. to, I like to follow things. Like I'll take music when I'm in the gym, but yeah. I'll take I'll take current events when I'm going day to day on the radio. Yeah. Do you know? Yeah. 
but uh, the what was the, what was the point in this total? Sorry, I interrupted you. I don't know. Uh, Talking about Donald uh, Trump. 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 Um, he took. He has been bragging and bragging and bragging about how he passed a dementia test. Yeah. And somebody on Twitter last night was like, "I love how Barack Obama won a Nobel Prize and didn't doesn't even mention it." <laughs> no, Donald Trump passes a dementia test and barely, it's everywhere, and it's the <laughs> yeah. biggest achievement in history. You know, but that that's just exactly yeah. uh, exactly how it's going over there. <laughs> so, um, last question today. All right. So, what is going to be your next big adventure? Ooh, that's an exciting question. Think <laughs> big. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just. I'm really. I'm really enjoying where I'm at at the minute. I yeah. think two years kind of post the sports medicine qualification and just getting out there and enjoying working that environment and um certainly it's something i kind of want to try and move into more mm. next big adventure maybe the canada trip as, a, as an actual adventure just get away and do a bit more traveling would be brilliant um yeah i find it amazing how many people um a lot look a lot of the, a lot of the, a lot of the conversations i'm having with people are also happen to be a lot of private businesses yeah um i don't know that wasn't deliberate it just yeah. seems to be how it is like so combination of coaches and different people in different um, fields of work but it's amazing how many people go straight to yeah well my next adventure is my continuing work yeah. you know like you wake up in the morning and you think about work work <laughs> and not in a bad way yeah. not like oh I can't have to go to work today I think when you're really passionate about it it's, it's hard not to and especially I suppose in private practice you have to have that drive and you don't need to, yeah. to keep going like you you know we've talked about this before and yourself with the business here yeah you, you don't go out and, and, and go and do it because you're going to turn over a million quid today no. it's because you really really love what you do yeah um, absolutely and and I, I I mentioned this even I did another another pod recording this morning and we touched on this exact topic mm-hmm. because that lady was the same answer she was like you know, my, my work is my adventure all the time it is and it's a journey isn't it as, yeah. as you kind of learn more and everything's changing you know it, it evolves and you know you could change change direction you don't know where you're gonna end up and like, i think that's like the exciting part for me the, the fickle side of me is like a trip to bali but <laughs> oh that'd be nice that'd but, be really good but no yeah it's 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 you feel like you're building something yeah do, do you know what i mean it is it is kind of an adventure i think yeah definitely um, it, it's nice i think it's nice to see sometimes a little bit of progress but then i don't know if you're like me that you make a bit of progress and you're like, okay, what's next? What's next? On yeah. to the next thing, on to the next yeah. thing. Keep it rolling. And I think, again, like the social media thing has been, made a huge difference for me in terms of opening up opportunities and getting to know other people. And, yeah. Um, yeah, that's massive. And I was quite skeptical about that at the start and whenever I joined Instagram for the business, but um, it's worked really well. So again, just seeing what, what comes out of that as well, which I is I was fantastic. a skeptic. So was I. Yeah. Um, I think as we're trained as physios and podiatrists, like we know how to do that, but then how do, yeah. how do you do that and put but, it online and come across uh, my, in the right way and that's where our mutual friend Lucy is a genius yeah teaches us yes yeah, teaches and, us and I love that and I love that because that's another side to podiatry in private practice it's the business side and I think I'm really enjoying that evolving at the minute so yeah. I think that's probably going to change a bit more for me over the next year and um, really enjoying obviously being at Active Health and fantastic setup there and it's, it's brilliant and just growing that side of the business for them as well yeah. um but yeah, it's just this night, stuff like today, it's, it's you know, yeah. come down here and chatting to you. I love that, but I'm not treating feet. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's it, But it's all all linked. Well, well, you, you you then have, you and I both have an opportunity now with social media to place ourselves in the marketplace. Whereas we know the consumers are going to go on Instagram, they're going to go yeah. on Facebook and they're going to see bullshit. They're going to see yeah. nonsense. They're going to see people who are just selling and their product is pseudoscience or complete yeah. quackery. Yeah. And you have, you know, proper training, proper knowledge. You can guide people properly, but how do you how do you deliver that to anybody mm-hmm. unless you can actually 
get your message out there yeah. and make them choose you instead of a bullshitter. No, no. Well, you have to be in the marketplace. You have to have you your have message be, on you Facebook and Instagram totally. so that people can make a better choice. Yeah. So yeah, it's up to people like me and you to be better at our social media so that yeah. people don't have to go to... And it reflects in the profession too because yeah. then people, you know, it, it educates people and it's, it's there in their mind and I think it encourages people then if they are injured or whatever they need to come and see us that they are happy to do that because they feel like they, kn- they know your personality. They mm. feel comfortable then hopefully coming in to see you and... Yeah. So my last question for you on that topic is going to be, how's your TikTok going? Terrible. Have you started one? <laughs> no. Well, I, I have an account, but I haven't actually used it. <laughs> I'm terrible at it. Right. Have you started? I've got, yeah, I've got an account and it's got, I'm not sure a, how it's I got feel a, on a it. few posts up there, but I haven't really dedicated myself yet to learning how the, the platform works properly. Yeah. So I have a presence, but like, it is mad. Like it's... It, are it's, you getting anything from it? Are you, what are you finding? No, like it's no. So this is why I'm like, I don't, what am I going to do on TikTok? But... <laughs> And, and it's a skeptic again like it was with Instagram but then it's, yeah. it's been a game changer for me I have to say so yeah so I, I think we have to be open minded enough yeah, to say totally. that it, it potentially is the Instagram five years from now yeah um, do you think it is though do you... I have no idea but like who knows but maybe like, people Vine don't want to see their podiatrist popping around to doing these dances on TikTok I don't know I have no idea what people want to sure. see um, but uh, I guess I'm on it and I, get, I'm, I, I don't really expect anything from it but yeah. like Lucy whatever Lucy tells me to do I'll do <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, yes, so it's like yes, so okay. far you have been right about so many things right I'll trust which you is, on it which is true yeah. she is she's a very smart lady when it comes to social media and marketing so I did I did I did touch a wee bit on, on TikTok injuries and stuff recently so that okay. was, that, that's been funny like I'm going to have to people. check this out did you, yeah, I, did a wee, I did a wee video which was about like everybody's everybody's going to TikTok and hurting themselves yeah so uh, but yeah, if you if you you should you should definitely the first TikTok challenge that you do, yeah, tag me on it. Okay, all right, I'm excited to see. Okay, okay, done deal. So look, uh, Suzanne Hamilton Podiatry, thank you so so much for coming on the podcast and talking to everybody. Please, everybody, go and check out the social media handles for Suzanne, and I can absolutely guarantee she's very friendly, very interactive. Drop her uh, uh, an Instagram message, and she will definitely get back to you. And next time we talk, we'll talk a little bit more technical. And Plan, thank you thanks. again. Thank you very much for having me, Declan. Pleasure. Brilliant. Thank you. So thank you for listening. Remember to like, share, subscribe, and I hope you really enjoyed that episode. You can listen back to the rest of the episodes on Healthy Happy Humans. The next episode is going to be Lucy McMullen. She is a social media guru and influencer who has taught me an awful lot about how to control my Instagram, how to control my social media. She is also the main influence behind starting this podcast, so it's a real pleasure to have had her as a guest on the podcast. I also recently was a guest on her podcast called Only Just Conversations. She is called Only Just Lucy on her social media tags, and she is the CEO of the company Only Just Media. So please check her out and next week you'll get that podcast episode coming your way. Thanks, take care.